This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Bennett's Kid Show, 105.3 The Fan, and you've got a chance to win $1,000 just by listening to our show. We're going to give you a chance every hour, and you never know at what point during the hour you're going to have that chance to text in the word of the hour, and it's... Gonna be a little yeah, bit now. later. No. Not now. It's gonna be a little bit later. Can we do it now. Right now, what we'd like to do is turn Please. our attention to the Week Six NFL Power Rankings. We like to do this every Wednesday, and the reason I like to use ESPN is because they say they've got a group of more than eighty writers, editors, and TV personalities that help them compile their power rankings. So they have a large sample size. I don't trust anything with small sample sizes. It's basically a waste of time. You've always it's, said that. It's a fool's game, Ben. Yep. You guys... Uh, what's your, which, which website are you using? For these I'm not spots? telling you. Because I'm not looking at any power rank. Seems How about, like you uh, wanted to know to check what I was reading. Yes. How about... Uh, I was going to use an alternate one. Somebody's trying to cheat to become the NFL guy again. Yeah. I, I use deflatedballs.com. Okay. I use uh, ESPNhub.com. I just said, Kevin, I use ESPN because they've got 80 writers, editors, and yeah. TV personalities. So they kind of overdo it a little bit? How many are they using? They don't overdo it, sir. The more people in the sample size, the more accurate it would have to be. And, guys, do you anticipate anything would change at number one in the power rankings? No, because no. That yeah. was the Chiefs lost. That's it was the reason. New England Patriots, and it still is the New England Patriots. Now, by the way, the little caveat each week, they always have one other little nugget to talk about. And this week, it's every team's top fantasy football surprise. So okay. they've got Sony Michelle as the big fantasy surprise for the Patriots. As a guy who has him on my 105.3, the fan fantasy team. Oh, I can tell you that he's the most inconsistent guy I've ever had in my hit career <laughs> running fantasy football. And you can hear more about that on the Fantasy Football Funcast with me and Shippy. Sure yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. Sounds fun. Uh, hey, the thing about the Patriots is exactly that, though, right? Brady's going to get his. When Gronk was around, he'd get his. Other than that, it'll change week to week. One guy could run for 100 yards and not even get the ball back for like three or four more weeks. When I did a fantasy football fun cast, Ben, I recommended not having a bunch of Patriots on your team <laughs> yeah. for that very reason. They're the same way at running back and also at, at wide receiver. Edelman's the one consistent guy that they have there. Nope. I don't think they really fully expect jo- Josh Gordon and Philip Dorsett to get them through a big playoff run, and that's why I think they will trade for Stephon Diggs in the next couple weeks. I'd like to predict that they won't because Minnesota will be back in the mix. So okay. suck on All that, right. Kevin. Who do you guys think wow. is number two? It's going to be the San Francisco 49ers, Ben. It's going to be the New Orleans Saints. Oh, KT dunks on skin. It's going to be the Saints. The Saints are number two. Their surprise fantasy player is tight end Jared Cook. Yep. Mine's Is it surprised that he's been bad? <laughs> they just now started throwing to him. Like Drew Brees got hurt, and then they're like, you know what? Let's utilize Cook. <laughs> Is that the surprise that he's bad? That's amazing. Ben? Yeah, I, I, I had high hopes for him this year. Yeah, he was in my uh, clicks to pick. I'm yep. going to say that number three is not San Francisco. I'm going to say it's Seattle. All right, uh, that's your guess for number three. No, I'm going to say it's San Francisco. Okay. 
Uh, the who do you got? Who do you think number three is? Seattle. All right, and you say San Francisco. Both of you are okay. Kansas wrong. City. It is the Kansas City Chiefs wow. of Kansas City. Don't get credit for missing it first. They dropped down from number two to number three, and they say their big fantasy surprise this year has been Tyree Kill. Because he's been hurt. Wait, I don't it understand the surprise part. I don't either. They say while the Chiefs what? have developed receiving threats in his absence, don't mistake who their number one guy is. It's Hill. They might I have too many people. Pretty good insight from all 80 of those people. I think the real surprise here <laughs> is that that bit of having a fantasy surprise really flamed out in week five. <laughs> Okay, so let's go on record. Let's go around the horn. Who's going to be higher, Seattle or San Francisco? Because that's your next two teams. Shippy? I'm going to go with Seattle. KT? Seattle. Ben, it's going to be San Francisco. And I'm guaranteeing you those are the two next teams. You are wrong. The number four team, according to ESPN's power rankings, is the Green Bay Packers of Green Bay. Okay. Yep. they, uh, They moved up from number six to number four. Their surprise uh, fantasy stud, <laughs> Devontae Adams, number one wide receiver, <laughs> Aaron Jones. Okay, okay. Look at a n- notorious Packers sandbagger, Kevin Turner. <laughs> the look on his face when you said the Packers are number four. I thought he threw up yesterday's lunch in his mouth. He was not <laughs> buying that hype one bit, not one single bit. They have the Lions on Monday night. I mean, are you guys, you guys taking the Lions very seriously yet? You need to. Because I just nope. don't know. I mean, the Packers really haven't. I mean, they beat the Bears. They haven't played any. They've played kind of good teams. Wow, shots fired. It's just Cowboys hard to know. Are. It's still early and hard to know. If you're not going to take the Lions seriously, then I don't think you take the 49ers seriously. 49ers haven't played anybody. All right. Okay. Yeah. Packers are at number four. Now, you are right about the uh, Seahawks and 49ers. Question is, can you get the order right? I say San Fran then Seattle, although it should be Seattle then San Fran. See what I did there? It's kind of a I think so you answered both Seattle. ways. Yeah, hedged your bet. Yeah. Who are you saying? Seattle number five. San Fran number five. Victory goes to Kevin Turner. God, the Seattle Seahawks come in at number five. They bump up from seven, and San Francisco bumps up from eight to six. Um, San Francisco. The only undefeated team in the NFC, right? Yes. Do you realize how frustrating this is? I was lobbying for Seattle from pick three all last week, and now they're doing it. This is stupid. This whole thing is stupid, especially the fantasy surprise. Yeah, the fantasy <laughs> surprise for the Seahawks has been a good one. Will Disley? Will Disley. Yes. Out of nowhere. Can I read uh, his tweet from today? Yes. Yeah. This is incredible, dude. Will Disley is a guy who brought us like coming out, by the way. And I was like, hey, he's, he sucks. He'll never make it. And then brought us nailed it. So hmm. Will Disley had this great tweet this morning. Nine o'clock. No, wait. Late last night. If you think about it, unicorns make way more sense than giraffes. A horse with a horn versus a long-necked horse with cheetah spots. TF? Question mark. He's right, dude. I've never once thought about this, but this is so right. If you're just looking at just animals in the world, the giraffe makes no sense, and the unicorn is a mythical creature that makes all the sense. It's just a horse with a horn. That's not that crazy Whoa. from an evolutionary standpoint. Well, the hate for the draft, it's kind of Seriously. a shout-out to the old dinosaurs that had the super long necks and could eat the vegetation the off tall trees. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Well, those are the long necks. But it's not a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole fact that it's got cheetah spots... <laughs> Like, what is happening with this crazy, weird, skinny yeah. horse? Did they drug test him after this tweet? Um, he should have been promoted to something. Guys, uh, the surprise 
fantasy player for the 49ers is Raheem Mostert. Yep. By yeah, the way, I Terry, call him mustard. Yeah, Terry Bradshaw doing play by play. He was like Raheem Raheem mustard. What? What is that? So mustard, they uh, they give it to Brita. Okay, so uh-huh. bread. You call him bread if you want. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Juice, their fullback, is hurt for four to six weeks. Juice, which dude was? Uh, you guys will know this. Was the Adam Sandler character in the Waterboy based on Bradshaw? <laughs> no, he was a hard hitting middle linebacker, sir. Okay. Which brings us to number seven. Who do you guys think the number seven team is in the ESPN Power Rankings? I think, I think it's the Houston Texans. No, I might be forcing it there. Yeah, you're forcing it, dog. It's going to be the Rams. Oh, yeah. Jeff Skinwade back on the board. The Rams now they drop from four to seven. They're Kevin, three go and fetch two. Me a coffee, if you don't mind. And you say Cooper Cup has been their surprise fantasy okay. star. I don't, what is uh, the Co- surprise? Cooper Cup's great. Yeah. But what is the surprise here? That he leads the team. He's got better stats than Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods. His usage rate is incredible compared to the other guys. Like, he plays and gets more targets than the other two guys. But isn't he their best receiver? I think they were kind of seen as one big trio. He's got 41 catches, 505 yards, so and five touchdowns. He's he's yeah leading the team in everything. Guys, guys, my Panther fantasy surprise is uh, McCaffrey. (laughs) Yep. All right. Mine's Cam Newton. Who do you guys have at number eight? Um, nah, it's too early to get the Vikings back in the mix, isn't it? Is it? This is where you find out there ain't that many great Man, teams in the league. This I'm is a, how you know they're not. no one's running away with it. You probably need to go ahead and force an AFC team in there, and if you were, it would be Houston. But I actually think they're going to shock the world. And I think they're going to put Carolina in there. I think they're going to put the Colts in there because of their big win over the number two team in the power rankings, the Chiefs. Pretty good, Kevin. Both of you are wrong. Number eight, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Told you guys. Dropped from five to eight. It says their surprise fantasy player is. You want to guess? Uh, Merowich. No. uh, no, Oh, I know. I mean, we've seen it. The surprise is Amari Cooper. Are you kidding me? (laughs) No. 200 plus yards? Uh, They're going to say Dallas. Nope. They're going to say Zeke. Nope. Leighton Vander Esch. Nope. Blake Jarwin. Nope. Witten. Nope. Jeff Swaim. No nope. Special teams. Michael Gallup. Yes. Michael Gallup. Here's a surprise. Yeah. He hasn't been posting stats the last three weeks because of a meniscus. <laughs> Seems to be a common theme here. Which brings us to number nine. Who do you think they have at number nine? Colts. Uh, you could con- No, I think the Texans will be higher than the Colts. No. 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 Vikings. No. What other football teams are there? The Not- Philadelphia uh, Eagles uh, of Philadelphia. Uh, Surprise yep. fantasy player Zach known. Ertz. <laughs> the Eagles are just so forgettable. <laughs> I, did, I seriously forgot they're in the league. All right. This shocks me. The number 10 team in the ESPN NFL Power Rankings. This one is a real surprise. The Chicago Bears. The Jets. Nope. No. The Texans and the Colts. Nope. <laughs> are they going to sneak the Jaguars in there? No. Tampa. No. Dubbers. No. What are some of the sports? Vikings. Baltimore. No. No. Oh, that's a good guess. Chargers. Oakland. No. Colts. No. Texans. No. Titans. No. Sooners. No. Browns. No. Ravens. No. Dude, we've named every NFL team. No, you haven't. You haven't. Buffalo (laughs) Bills. Yes. Yes. Buffalo Bills. Cole Beasley and the Buffalo Bills. It's not Cole Beasley and the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, that's what that team is called. 
Uh, by the way, their uh, surprise fantasy player is 47-year-old running back Frank Gore. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, dude. He's incredible. Did Derek Collin uh, take him first in the fantasy draft? He's averaging 5.4 <laughs> yards per carry. He's a monster. Is he really? Yes. He is a monster. Uh, quick update on the Baker Mayfield controversy. Oh, uh-huh. yes. That spins beat, sir. Would you like to spin? I mean, I'm, I was busy with the power ranking, so <laughs> <laughs> you wanna, you'd like to scoop me and take away my award. <laughs> Scan, what's the award I was going to get? Is he trying to get your Edward R. Murrow award? Can you just cross out my name and put KT on that award? Done. Baker says, (laughs) this according to Field Yates, I know what I did, but that's the one time the camera recording me has gone in my favor. He's making fun of the time he got body slammed by the cop. I like him more now. He also said, asked about Nick Bosa. All right? I'm trying to find it. Here we go. Asked about Nick Bosa. He said, just give me a second. You can give yourself a second. You have to scroll on Twitter and find it, but I had it right there. <laughs> hey, I've got a text here on the Autoflex leasing fan text. With regards to the giraffe and the unicorn, didn't you guys graduate high school? <laughs> Nick, uh, this guy, uh, here's what he said about Nick, Nick yes. Bosa's flag plant celebration. Good for him. He had it premeditated. He's been thinking about that, obviously, for two years now. That's a long time to think about that loss. God, that is the most Baker comeback ever. <laughs> And, and he, it's wait, pretty good. By the way, he's didn't he go eight for twenty two Monday night? He did. Yeah. Okay, and he's still coming out swinging. Uh, no self awareness. Uh, by the way, in answer to whether or not we graduated from high school, actually been oh. inducted into our high school hall yeah. of fame this weekend, guys. See everybody there this weekend. Yeah. It's like uh, it's so impossible to get us to things. Yeah. Yet we're gonna go to everything for this. We're going to like uh, something. Friday, two things on Saturday. We're even changing clothes in the middle of this thing. We wow. created some stuff on Sunday they weren't going to have. <laughs> really exciting <laughs> to be a part of this. Oh, hey, yes. I'm really interested in what we're doing next because I forgot to write it on the run yep. sheet. Coming up next on the Ben and Skin <laughs> Show, uh, illegal horse racing and a dog shoots his owner in the back. Animals are turning on us. We'll get into all that and do it with a sports lens next on 105.3 The Fan. All right, we still haven't uh, given away the chance to win $1,000 this hour. It could happen any time in the next 40 minutes, so you got to be listening. Do not miss that. We'll give out the word. You'll text it in. We'll see what the G-Bag Nation is doing here in about 20 minutes. Uh, but if you missed it earlier today, Mickey Spagnola told us that even though Tyron Smith didn't practice, there's still a lot of optimism in the building that he will play this weekend. We'll see. Time will tell. He's more likely to play than Lyle Collins. Mickey's thought was that Tyron has a good chance to play. Lyle does not have a good chance at all to play. But that would be a huge coup uh, when you look at what the possibilities are to get at least one of those guys back, especially if it's Tyron. Yeah. And, Uh, dude, we saw how important he is. Man, Cam Fleming is terrible. I mean, he's just terrible. He's a backup tackle in the league for a reason. He needs a lot of help. He needs a lot of help. And the kid, the undrafted free agent, what was his name? Uh, Brandon Knight. Brandon Knight. He's not even on the depth chart for the website that I was looking at. Brandon Knight is significantly better than Cam Fleming, or at least he was in one game. And, dude, if Cam Fleming is going to be in the game, it, it needs to be Chaz Green-level warning panic. It needs to be somebody chipping on every play. Mm-hmm. They were getting Alex Redmond some work in today as well, so we'll see what happens. I guess my question for you guys is, how much less confident are you if both Tyra and Lyle don't play? Well, I mean, I think that the Cowboys still have a, a good chance of winning that game, but I suddenly think it's a competitive game and you're on the road and – there's reasons to have concern. If they're both out, 
I would I wouldn't feel good about the Cowboys covering. I still think the Cowboys win. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that's a good way to look at yep. it. Um, okay, and I want to hit this real quickly before we get into this uh, illegal horse betting thing. The uh, we played it earlier, but this is Richard Sherman on the Pat McAfee show on the Zone. That's all I'm going to say because I'm not even sure what it is. But there's a studio audience. Richard Sherman was going into the whole thing with him and Baker Mayfield, and at the very end, he actually apologized. Here's the apology if you haven't heard it. Oh, it's going to be a bit of both. You know, it's definitely my bad. You know, I, you know, I never want anybody to have to deal with some shit that I mean, Shoot. some stuff that they didn't yeah. that they didn't do. You know, <laughs> and so. You know, the, the the questions that he's going to get and the annoying nonsense questions about um, some stuff that happened in a game that's already been done, you know, sure, he'll get an apology for that. Um, I'll probably reach out to him via, via text or, or um, social media to, to actually get a hold of him and talk to him in person, I mean, on the phone. But, um, but yeah, yeah, because that, that sucks. But first off, that was a great name y'all came up with, <laughs> like Dapgate. <laughs> Good God. I laughing. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, he definitely deserves thirty-seven that, people that, in that studio, bad. and what and if, ahead, he distracted Dan. them all by just having some <laughs> quip about what the name of the thing was. <laughs> Look, he is so freaking guilty here. He said, "Man, I definitely hate that somebody has to deal with stuff that they didn't do." <laughs> what you made this up? The video surfaced of him shaking your hand, and everyone's like, wait, what in the hell, Richard Sherman? You convinced us that this guy pulled a douchebag maneuver and refused to shake your hand? What a jerk. Oh, wait, he did? Oh, you made all that up? You went into that with preconceived notions about what Baker Mayfield was like, and you spun a web of lies around a guy, and you torched him publicly, and it was all fake. Yes, you owe him an apology. I've actually been a little more offended by thinking that Dapgate was clever. (laughs) As there has not been one thing that's happened publicly in the last 10 years where someone didn't slap gate at the back end of it. Um, Not that clever. Done every day on a daily basis. Now let's explore the world of animals, shall we, KT? And the world of sports and the world of animals are are, uh, colliding here. And it's a local story. So it's in Dallas Morning News. Ten people were arrested Sunday at an illegal horse racing track in Springtown. You guys know where Springtown is? I don't. Is that near Houston? No, Springtown is about an hour away from here. Oh. Uh, we have we definitely have listeners in Springtown. Shout out Springtown. Uh, a little so west, where? a little west of Fort Worth. Oh uh, wow! Okay. So when have you I'm, ever heard of it, Benny? Never heard of that. I, I haven't either. I, when I'm driving uh, here from from Olney mm-hmm. or driving to Olney, I pass through Springtown every time. Well, shout out to our listeners in Springtown. We love you. Is who has the which is the bigger town, Olney or Springtown? Uh, Springtown is. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. Springtown's uh, a little bigger, and they got. Uh, I mean, they're, they're considered a part of the Metroplex. They're kind of by, you know, that Azel Weatherford area. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, kind of yeah. how I would kind of Word up. Uh, describe it. So more than a thousand people attended the event on Sunday at the racetrack. Okay. A thousand people? But dozens of horses raced illegally. Most of the horses and their jockeys were racing twice in the same weekend, which is in violation of the Texas Racing Act. So they had a bust. They'd been uh, investigating this. I guess they'd heard rumors they'd been doing some racing at this track. They had a big bust. And authorities seized shocking devices to shock the horses, oh. drug paraphernalia, large syringe, uh, syringes, and uh, they were oops, <laughs> and they were tested for illegal performance-enhancing substances. It's hard to shock a horse based on some of the stuff I've seen. They're usually the ones doing the shock. They usually shock everybody else. Like, oh my God! I said only one horse <laughs> of the dozens there had the proper paperwork. 
Okay, because they how don't does he hold carry on. They don't have. It's they, hard to keep up with paperwork. They don't horse. Uh, you know, it's rare to see a horse wearing a pair of pants. <laughs> you know, being able to get get in and out with that wallet. That's hard to do. <laughs> You guys, you guys aren't country folk like I am. Horses have satchels, sir. And okay, but how do they carry- sign the paperwork? They they put their hoof print on it. They oh, paw okay. at it, okay. right? They hoof at okay. it. Okay. All right. So when I saw this story, I thought illegal horse racing, really? Yeah. Because it's not like an underground, you know, uh, cockfighting ring or whatever. It's not like an underground, uh, sir. You know, it's not. It's not like uh, dog fighting or or something like that. It's. Yeah. It's um. It takes up so much space. You know how much space you have to have to get horses, and they yeah. even showed they had like the makeshift gate that they come out of. Yeah, I mean that you can't hide this somewhere. No. Have you guys ever been to an illegal monkey wrestling ring? Well, this no. is a, this is That's apparently awesome, dude. An, uh, the, apparently it's a legal track. It's just these horses yeah. were illegal. Right, horses didn't have their papers. They were clearly doping. <laughs> this says uh. Her name is Yasenia Garza. She's 41 of Arlington. She was identified as the leader of the racing operation. Okay. Booked into jail, one count of violating the Racing Act, the Texas Racing Act, mm-hmm. and released after posting $30,000 bail. Is that illegal horse money? Shippy, see if you can get her on. And see if All you right. guys think any of these names are funny. Okay. Also arrested and accused of violating the Racing Act. There's going to be one name that really stands out. Okay. You're going to go. Okay. Uh, uh, Jessica Davila, she's 40 of Fort Worth. Blanca, do, you pic, do you have pics over there? I don't. Blanca Gonzalez, she's 50 of Springtown. All it's right. all females? Uh, no, Edgar Mendoza got in the mix. He's okay. 35 of Fort Worth. There you go, yeah. Edgar. Juan Renteria, 34 of Dallas. Are some no- of these guys prospects? Nora Rodriguez Rodriguez, 32 of Arlington. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, double Rodriguez? That's the one. Why? Is it spelled differently? Um, here's what happened. Th- there's no. a hyphen. Here's <laughs> yeah, but there's a hyphen, then. but why is it double? No, here's what happened. Mr. Rodriguez married Mrs. Rodriguez, and Mrs. Rodriguez didn't want to lose the family name, so she kept it. That's so they not, okay. Double hyphenated. If it's spelled differently, then that makes sense. Yeah. If not, why would it be twice? It's very weird. It's very weird. I don't even know how you would make uh-huh. it work. And well, I, mean, you know, I guess Noruf, N O R U F is the first name, could be a female. You say mm-hmm. North weird. So if Noruf. Is a female, then she could have been married. Like Rodriguez could be her maiden name, mm-hmm. and she was married to another Rodriguez. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She wanted to keep the family name. That's what he just said. No, no, but I'm saying, like, how it's, do you. You said what I said just differently. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love her nickname. <laughs> and I'm pulling up the next story. I like her, I like her nickname, and Rod Rod. Are we on the air? No, not anymore. And <laughs> Rod Rod. Okay, but still, it's this seems like a bizarre thing to have, like, an underground ring for. Right? Well, takes yeah. up so much space and. And why why is it illegal? Because okay, they're not following the they just taking care of the animals the yes. way they or is yeah. it okay? You don't want to overuse those horses. You can't okay. And, and what you're doing is you're creating more races, and by creating more races, you're collecting more money. There's more huh. right. Are these outlaw horses like a, <laughs> well, no, I mean if there's they, just not enough good horses for all the races they want to run. Yeah, and so these are doubling down. And on these the horses. horses aren't good enough to get in the Lone Star Park, so we're doing it on our own out here. Okay. But they're just like standing on the outside looking in. <laughs> yeah. They're not. They're not let in. Just grazing around right they're, on the outskirts of the. They're in the back, um, but that's. I also, okay. So I there was a show on HBO a few years ago. It was called I think it was called Luck, and yeah. it was about the corrupt horse racing. I think it was, it was older actors, like a real old guy. Yeah, I remember um, this, and it was it kinda, looked real unwatchable. It was real boring. Yeah, so I quit. Yeah, but I am fascinated by that world because there was a story of a track. 
Uh, God, I'm gonna say Kentucky because that's probably where it was. Good guess. <laughs> but it's uh, this horse race. No, it's actually in California where they've had like 28 horses die this year. Yes, and they're like still doing races, and then a horse dies during the races. Like, is the, is the track bad? Do you have something you're doing to the horses? That's what they were talking about here. Is more they're more concerned about this uh, syringes and the drug paraphernalia, right? So getting these horses all jacked up on steroids so they can run faster, and then they well, they have health effects afterwards. Problem is for a lot of these horses, uh, you know, there's gateway drugs. Let them start smoking yeah. weed, and then they mm-hmm. move on to those giant suppositories and some of the steroid shots. You know, was, uh, no joke. Uh, drug slang for heroin used to be horse. Really? That was, a, that was a drug sling for heroin back in the 70s. I did not know that. No, no, no. Also in Oklahoma, a woman was shot by her dog. What? That you don't you don't How, just do that. Yeah, you okay. got to get into you it. Explain. Now, is this a man's best friend situation? Is is uh is this a good thing? I mean, what I mean, was the was there a serious injury? What I don't know the story. Oh, you're saying the dog got the husband's back. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'd like out. to know the story. Right. It's right. a very strange story. In general, but when even the details would make you go, well, that's how you even get got that weird deadline uh, headline. Her name was Tina, and her and it says an older gentleman. It doesn't say husband. It doesn't say older brother, friend. It sure says daddy. older gentleman, and what she says serves as an aide. We're waiting for a train to pass in Enid, Oklahoma. The dog, they're in their car. The dog jumps out of the vehicle's back seat. And just starts shooting without even knowing what's going on. I'm no. going to take you all out. Well, he jumped from the back seat up to, uh, onto the console, the glove box, I guess what you call it, right? Yeah. The thing, No, yeah. the glove box is in the right corner. What's the thing on the, I guess it's the console. Yeah. Your, I yeah, call your it middle like, console. Yeah, the mi- middle console. Yeah. And it caused the gun to discharge. Gross. And the bullet lodged into her left thigh. So she, I guess she was in the passenger seat. Okay. Dog jumps up. Hits the gun, shoots her right in the left thigh right there. And then it barks out OS and runs off in a panic. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, cops got there to investigate. Oh, they didn't cuff that sweet dog, did they? <laughs> they said that they think cloth from the seat covers got wedged into the firearm's trigger well. Okay. Now, that's where you go into gun knowledge that I don't really have. But if the gun was out and there was cloth in there yep. that could cause it to discharge... How old was this car to have loose cloth seating like that? Um, yeah, that's interesting. It, probably an old car because you notice that old people usually don't get new cars. Did the dog? The, the aide was a seventy-nine-year-old man. Did the dog have a license to carry a firearm? <laughs> I don't think so, and not in Oklahoma. Oh, okay. I don't know what are the rules in Oklahoma. I don't know. So you yeah, you got to know is is did the guy go good boy, <laughs> or is he good boy, or, or did he go oh? <laughs> Gosh, I had a gun that was so loaded and ready to go that all you had to do was nudge the center console and people were going to start getting shot. The what dog a was, happy accident. The dog was so sick of getting just poor, uh, you know, just crappy, dry dog food. He's yeah. like, I'm going to find my chance. He's like, <laughs> bad dog, bad dog. We've worked on this for months. <laughs> the thigh shot, bad dog, no treat. She's bleeding pretty bad, her aide said. A gun went off and got her in the leg. It just went off. We got a dog in here, and it shot the gun. And then you can hear the 911 callers go, the dog shot her? Okay, hold on. See, clearly there was gunplay, and now they're blaming it on the dog. I do this with farts sometimes. Mm -hmm. Blame it on the dog. Oh, yeah. I thought you were saying you shoot farts. (laughs) (laughs) No, this guy clearly shot her in the leg, and then it was like, the dog did it.
Yep. And they're not going to bring in a CSI team to dust the dog for no. prints and see it. <laughs> Has this dog fired a gun? Oh, yep. <laughs> and, and I guarantee what they did was the guy like cleaned off the gun and then put it by the dog's paw, set it down. <laughs> so when the police got there, it's right rubbed some dirt sample from the backyard <laughs> on the handle. See, the dog goes out there to take a poop. It probably matches the soil. <laughs> it said that the, the 911 call took a more dramatic tone as she is heard in the background wailing. Oh, no. And that dog is whimpering and its tail between its legs. I don't think if I got shot, I would be yelling, I don't feel good. Like I'm a third grader with a stomach ache. <laughs> She's in the background going, my husband did this. <laughs> hey, guys, this is a serious story. Yeah. Hey, guys, could you please stop joking around? Yeah, man. So what Chippy. was the final result here? Sorry. Was she okay? Well, the, the dispatcher is asking the aide, the 80-year-old man, if he had a clean cloth to, to stop the blood, and he shouted on the phone, I'm trying to find something to wrap around her leg. And that's how the story ended. <laughs> kind of the story ended? Kind of an abrupt ending. There's Terrible a lot ending. of holes in that story. She's still alive. Oh, good. Let's oh, get okay, her on the good, show. Good, good. The dog, however. Still working on the other girl. Also doing well. The dog? All right. All right, there you go. Uh, it's the Ben and Skin Show. It's the latest update I have. Journalism's been weird these days. You yeah. never know what to believe. What? Coming up the next. Fake news media is always out to... The G Bag Nation's going to join the details. That's hard to get momentum. I was doing a bit though. I wasn't like per- I wasn't like cutting you off because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm doing a purposeful bit. See you next year. Let's do a spot, Ben. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.